This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. My name is John, and as always, I'm sitting here with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? I'm doing great, John. Doing great. Had a good week. Heck yeah. Going to have a good weekend as well. Absolutely. And, and I'm, I'm excited about this uh, podcast, the one you got lined up for us. I think this one's uh, really interesting to be able to help some new guys uh, really figure some things out. For sure. We've got a fun topic today, guys, but before we get into that, I want you to head on over to Facebook, type in how to become a pro wrestler into the search bar, join our private Facebook group where you can talk to everybody, all your peers about everything that we discuss on this podcast and everything that we got coming for you in the future. But let's dive right into it. So today we're going to talk about pro wrestling boots versus pro wrestling kick pads. It's the great debate of footwear for the pro wrestler. Should I wear boots? Should I wear kick pads? Today we're going to weigh the pros and cons of each and help you decide what is the best bang for your buck when it comes to pro wrestling footwear. I like it. Absolutely. So let's dive right into it. Let's right off the bat, let's jump into boots. So we're going to talk about some pros and cons of each one of these and I'm going to dive into them as much as I feel. Uh, everything that I can help you out with on these. So as far as boots go, boots are the more traditional, universally accepted footwear to the pro wrestler. You're never going to go anywhere and have someone tell you, you know, why are you wearing boots? There are some 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 old timers or whatnot, or some some old school guys in wrestling that aren't really happy about kick pads and stuff, and how widely accepted they become nowadays. But you're never going to hear that about boots. Everybody will accept a good pair of boots in pro wrestling, and for good reason. They're great. They last forever. But so getting right into that, they last a long time. High quality boots are made from leather. And with care from you, just a little bit of wear and tear care in between matches and whatnot, a good pair of boots is going to last you a career. I mean, I know some guys that have been wearing the same pair of boots for 15 years. Like, you know, and, and they, they get their dings and scratches and stuff, and sometimes you got to repair them or have somebody help you out in repairing them and whatnot. But really, they last a long, long time if they're made from high-quality materials. So find yourself a good boot maker. We're going to talk about some of the actual boot makers and whatnot in a future episode, some of the ones that I've gone to in the past, and we'll throw some of those links into the Facebook group. So be sure you join that Facebook group so you can check all that stuff out. So another thing about boots is they are a singular item. And what I mean by that is that technically, I mean, you can count socks if you want to. you got to put socks in your boots, but I guess technically that's optional. But boots are one thing. With kick pads, you are also going to have to have a pair of shoes underneath. So with your kick pads, you've got two different items. Which one takes up more room? Not that, but They really take up about the same amount of room when you really think about it. But you can always say with boots, all you got to do is throw them in your bag. You're ready to go. You don't have to worry about, oh, crap, where's my shoes too? You've just got your boots. It's one thing, and you're ready to go. So another great thing about boots is they are highly customizable, um, especially today. In 2020, the new boot makers and stuff that are out there today, you can get boots with everything from buttons to flaps to logos to designs, everything you can think of. Um, when I was first getting into wrestling, you know, 15 years ago, it really seemed like all you could really get was the standard like lace up boots. But today there are some great, crazy customizable options. I've seen some awesome stuff. So let's dive into a few of the cons of a boot. 
So really, the biggest one, the main one to discuss, they're expensive. I mean, you know, you get what you pay for. So like I said, they last you a long time, but they cost a lot of money, especially when you get into customization. When you go into all that, those cool custom, customizable things that I was talking about earlier, you're going to rack up the price really quick. And that's really just because you're, you're using higher quality materials and whatnot when you're creating a pair of boots. I mean, it is what it is. You are getting what you pay for. Yes, they're more expensive, but it's almost worth the price and how long they last. Now, here's something that I don't think ever gets discussed. I've never heard a podcast talk about this, so I want to talk about it real quick because it, it's, it's true. No matter how small or insignificant you may think this is, I hear this so much. I'm like, why does nobody talk about this? Boots are kind of a pain to tie up, especially if you've got those freaking knee-high boots like all the classic wrestlers wear. This is actually something that I had to really come to terms with as a wrestler and a few years into my wrestling career, I actually switched to a much shorter boot. I had some custom boots made that only came to the bottom of my calf muscle because I was sick to death of tying up boots that came all the way up my calf. I hated it. It took forever. And it's just something that you're going to find that out there too. You're going to be like, crap, Like I just don't want to lace these things up. I know it sounds like a, a weird thing, but it is because you have to unlace them fully to take them off. I mean, it's not something you can just loosen and pull off your foot. Your foot. Uh, typically, you are going to have to unlace your boots all the way to take them off, and then you're going to have to relace them all the way after you put them on your foot. Sounds like a small thing, but ultimately, hey, if you're wrestling five or six matches in a weekend, it's going to become a big thing. So just keep that in mind, guys. Uh, we're going to move on and talk about kick pads, but first I want to mention Facebook one more time. I want you guys to head over to Facebook, type in how to become a pro wrestler into the search bar, join our private group, and let me know what you think about all those things we just said about your wrestling boots. Hey, I got a question real quick. What's up? So what would a good pair of boots, you know, not custom made, but just a good pair of boots, what could they look to pay like for that? You know, what, what's the price range that a good boots? For a high quality or, or let's not even say high quality. So I, I'm, I'm thinking high end there. I'll give you a range here. But you can get a solid pair of boots that are going to last you a, a few good years for $200. So if you pay a little more, you get up into the four $500 range, you can get a pair of boots that are going to last you a decade or more. Okay. So a couple hundred bucks will get you a solid pair of boots. I think my first set of boots were in that 200, 250 um, range, and they lasted me for a good five or six years. I actually still have them. They, they, they don't look as great as they did, you know, when they were brand new, of course, because I wore the heck out of them, but they're still wearable. Yeah. So they're not, they're not broken to the point where they can't be worn. So like I said, boots can last you a long time. So you may think about that investment. You know, you, that investment could last. If you're not a guy that needs to go out and buy you know, a dozen or more pair of boots, you know, that's great if you're making that kind of money. That's the whole Ric Flair. Ric Flair used to say, I'll never wear the same pair of boots twice, but if you're Ric Flair, you can afford to do that. So, but um, a great pair of boots, 200 bucks, lasts you for quite a few years. Absolutely. All right, we're going to talk about kick pads, guys and gals. And kick pads seem to get associated with the younger generation of wrestlers. They've been around for, for a, a ton of years now themselves, but Nowadays, you see them so much more, and you see them on the younger guys, you see them on the more high-flying guys um, that you associate with, with the faster-paced style of wrestling, the cruiserweight style, the lightweight style, is kind of where you're going to think kick pad. It's not necessarily true. There's plenty of heavyweights out there that have also worn kick pads. There's some guys 
on WWE television that have worn kick pads. Kevin Owens is a guy. He's a big guy, wore kick pads numerous times in WWE. And one more name that you've probably heard before, The Undertaker actually wore kick pads for a while. When he was in the best shape of his life and he was having those super high-quality matches a few years back, he was wearing kick pads. It was, it was a really interesting thing to see him do it. And I remember seeing it myself and thinking, wow, that is not typically the kind of person you would think about wearing kick pads but he looked great he moved great and i mean he pulled it off so that's that right there you kind of break those stigmas anyone can wear them you just got to make it look good and make it fit your character so let's talk about kick pads a little bit kick pads are relatively inexpensive so this could allow for more variety maybe you want to get multiple different pairs to wear you could probably get three pairs of kick pads for you know, every one pair of boots you get. You know, they're they're you know roughly a third of the price of boots. Um, you can have multiple pairs, colors, varieties, styles, um, and I mean, you could you could spice it up. Maybe you got different color tights. You might want different color kick pads. You know, you can always go the inexpensive route and get like one flat color that'll fit with multiple different pairs of tights and whatnot. But since they're so inexpensive, you could get a few pairs and switch it out every once in a while. So kick pads, just like boots, are highly customizable but they're a little more cost effective. And again, remember, this kind of comes with what, you know, you get what you pay for. So yes, they're still highly customizable. Yes, it's a little bit less expensive to get your name, your logo, your design and stuff put on kick pads, but they don't quite last as long. So just keep that in mind. Um, you know, the, the materials are somewhat lower quality and that, that's, not, that's not because they're using lower quality materials. It's just because the, the things that go into kick pads like polyester are not quite as strong as leather that goes into a boot. So just remember, that's why they're staying cost efficient even when they're customized. So kick pads, another great thing about them, they're pretty minimalistic. They don't take up a ton of room, but remember, you've also got to have footwear underneath. But if you've got a pair of kick pads and you've got a pair of amateur wrestling shoes, that takes up next to no space. So that right there, super minimalistic compared to boots. Boots are gonna take up a little bit of more room than that. So you can get away with a small bag, a small pair of amateur wrestling shoes, and one pair of kick pads, and you're out the door, not taking up much space at all. Let's talk about some of the cons of your kick pads though, because there are a few. They tend to wear out faster. I see a lot, because kick pads have a strap that goes on the bottom of your foot. So. You're walking on that all day long. A lot of times you'll go in the locker room, you'll see guys that wear kick pads and they won't have the strap underneath their foot yet. They keep it, they just kind of keep it loose and, and flapping around until it's time to go to the ring. And then they put it on the bottom of their foot because they don't want to wear out that strap. That strap will wear out. You're going to have to either get it reattached or sew it yourself or replace it with a different strap or whatnot. And that just comes with the territory, guys. You're walking on it nonstop. So it's going to wear out. It just happens that way. So... They're going to succumb to wear and tear much faster than boots, and that's just the way it is. Um, and like I've mentioned multiple times already, they do require additional footwear. So you actually have to have something else to go with your kick pad. Unlike boots where they're, they're one and done, they're ready to go, you have to have a pair of shoes. You don't go barefoot underneath kick pads. It just doesn't work that way. So you're going to have to have some kind of footwear. The best thing to wear is, like I mentioned earlier, a pair of amateur wrestling shoes. They work great. A pair of Asics or any any other kind of amateur wrestling shoe, high quality ones that'll keep you your footing really well on the ring. You put kick pads over them; they look beautiful. They look great. What you don't want to do is slap on. And we talked about this in an earlier episode of the do's and don'ts of pro wrestling. You don't want to take a very nice, expensive pair of kick pads and then slap a, a ugly pair of Nikes underneath them. You know what I mean? Like some big, bulky sneakers. 
You need something sleek, something that looks good, something that meshes seamlessly with your kick pads. Hopefully that's a similar color and it just looks good, looks great. Everything matches and you're ready to get in the ring and do your best to put on an awesome pro wrestling match. All right, guys, don't forget to head on over to Facebook. Type in how to become a pro wrestler into the search bar. Join our private Facebook group and let us know what you think about kick pads, boots. Where are you at? What do you like better? Do you like kick pads? Do you like boots? I know some people that have both. I know some people that wear boots underneath kick pads. That's an interesting thing, but some people do it. It's great. If you, if you can afford to do it, if that's your priority, like I said, it's all about balance. We talked about this in an earlier episode as well. It's all about balance a lot of times when you're talking about your pro wrestling gear. Sometimes, maybe you want some really nice footwear that's going to last you a long time. So maybe you pay for a solid pair of boots. Maybe you even protect the boots by putting some inexpensive kick pads over them. And then you, you get just a, a kind of a flat rate pair of tights that look good, but don't blow the bank account out. So now you've got a solid pair of tights, and then you've got boots that are going to last you forever. So, I mean, uh, like I said, I know a guy that, that did that very thing. He put kick pads over his boots because his, his thing was, I want these boots to last forever. If the kick pads wear out, I'll get me another pair because they're, they're fairly inexpensive. And he'll just keep his boots fresh. They never get scuffed up or anything because they're covered up. So that is another option. It's not, it's not super common. But like I said, it's something that definitely can happen. Endless variety. you got to find what works for you. And if you have any tips or tricks about these things, I would love to hear about them. Throw them in that group and let us know. Absolutely, guys. All right. So today you learned about kick pads and boots, pros and cons of each ones. And I want to hear your opinions on each one of those things. Let us know on Facebook, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. Don't wait for your opportunity. Take it. Hey, John. So you mentioned earlier that you know some of the high flyers wear kick pads and some of the bigger guys wear boots. Is there a function difference? Is there a reason for that? So I have done some I'm not, I'm not a high flyer by any means but i've done plenty of stuff off the top rope and springboards and whatnot some of the stuff that's more associated with the lighter weight cruiserweight wrestlers and whatnot and i've done it in both i've done it in kick pads and amateur wrestling shoes i've done it in boots as well and it definitely feels a little bit different um there's a lot of high flyers and and you know cruiserweight style wrestlers that will actually tell you that the the way that an amateur wrestling shoe is shaped with the bottom and kind of it has a little divot allowing for the arch of your foot and whatnot is superior for standing on something like a rope, like a, like a turnbuckle or a rope or something. I've heard that school of thought a lot of times where like, oh yeah, I would never springboard in boots. Like I would never uh, jump off the top rope in a pair of boots because you, you'll lose your footing. I don't personally find that to be true. I will say this. Boots are heavier. That's just a fact. Boots are heavier. So it's like, it's almost like wearing a one or, you know, a pound and a half yeah. ankle weight. You know what I mean? So you might think about that. They're a little bit heavier, you know, because I said the kick pads were minimalistic and, and they feel like, you know, with, with lightweight amateur wrestling shoes and kick pads is going to feel like wearing a, a, just a thick pair of socks compared to anything else, you know? So you, you feel lighter on your feet. And I think that's kind of the school of thought when it comes to, the more high risk wrestlers is that they're lighter. You're lighter on your feet, so you perform better in that specific area. 
Well, I know when I strength train, yeah. I want a shoe that's very minimal. I yeah. like to fill the ground. Sure. Deadlifting, anything like that, I want to fill the ground. So I could see that, you know, being able to fill the rope. I also do a lot of rock climbing, and, you yep. know, those shoes are very minimal. You have to be able to have something tight and something that you can really feel where you're right. putting your, rock, uh, your foot on the rock. So um, I, I could see that. That makes sense. I think, it, I think that works. That's a perfect example. It's the exact same kind of scenario with, like you said, people want to, they want to, you want to feel the ground underneath you when you deadlift. You want to feel the top rope underneath you when you're going to jump off the top rope. So that's definitely something to think about when you're picking your shoes. You may have to play with what kind of a wrestler are you? I mean, and that could go back to an earlier episode where I talked about, you know, discovering yourself in the ring and, and maybe you, you thought you were going to be a, a, a brawler, but it turns out you're more of a high flyer or vice versa. And you kind of have to adjust based on that. Sometimes you got to do experiments. Sometimes you got to play with both pairs of footwear and see what works best for you. Well, when you were talking about character, I can see this. It has to fit your character. So I think you could do either one, but the, if you do kick pads, they better fit your character. If you do boots, they have to fit your character. And I've never, I never saw Undertaker in the kick pads. I'm gonna have to go back and look right. that up. But I was just trying to picture like Steve Austin in kick pads. Yeah, and, and it's it, hard. It, yeah, it it's just, hard. It, it just wouldn't work. You know? the, and that that brings up another point that I really didn't hit today. That I'll I'll hit right now. Address right now. They are called kick pads, and there are a lot of old school guys that are going to say, if you're wearing kick pads and you're not kicking people, why are you wearing kick pads? I hear that a lot, and I'll tell you right now, Undertaker did not kick people. <laughs> so, And when I say kicks, I'm talking about the more like martial arts or, or kickboxing style where you're kicking with the shin you know, and the top of your foot, not like a flat bottom of the foot kick, a stomp or anything. Um, so I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think that that is a, a, a concrete rule that you have to throw shin kicks if you're wearing kick pads, but it is something to think about, and there are some people that do feel that way. So I think ultimately, if it looks good and meshes with your character, it is okay. And like, like, like you said, it's hard to picture Undertaker in that. I would have a lot of hard times picturing it if I hadn't seen it, right. but you know, he wore black shoes black kick pads on top of black tights. He looked, you know, seamless. Yeah. It's really, you probably would just watch him and not even really notice. Like, you, you may have even seen it and just not thought about what he's wearing on his feet. But um, um, he pulled it off very good because it, was, it, was, it didn't stand out. If he would have wore bright purple kick pads on top of his tights, you would have been like, what the crap is he wearing? But he wore something that fit his character just fine, and he wore it for a while, and he pulled it off. So you can pull it off, guys. You just have to play around with it and see what works best for you. Definitely. But thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next time.